0: Things. What's up? Her school versus my school. That was "Let's Talk About Sex" by Salt and Pepper. And I guess you guys can't guess what we're talking about today. But is Taraya and Mom? And we have two special guests. It's
1: Nazaria. Sayir.
0: So, we're going to kick off our sex talk, a.k.a. the birds and the bees, with our first question. So, this will be well, more... before you
2: jump into the questions, let's tell them who our special guests are. You didn't even include oh, that. Oh,
0: okay. I'm sorry. Um, our special guests are Sayir, my younger brother, and Nazaria, my younger sister. Um, but, yes, we're going to kick off our sex talk with... Some questions for our mother because this is her favorite topic. Absolute favorite. Um, And I'm ready for any question. So I want to kick it off personally since this is our podcast. I want to kick it off with what are some myths around sex that you've heard? Hmm. Well, I've
2: heard a lot of myths around sex. So how about you ask me what you've heard about sex and I will clear that up. How about that? We'll go with a, a round robin. So each of you can ask me a myth that you've heard and we'll clear it up. How's I that?
0: obviously know this is a myth because we've had a conversation about this. But uh, just for the people out there, I've heard that a lot of parents are like their daughters using tampons because they feel like it's an equivalence of uh, virginity loss. Okay,
2: that's a good one. I'm not sure that I can answer that question for all parents. But I guess I didn't introduce tampons to my girls first because I never used them first. I I used pads probably up into my second pregnancy. I remember I was working at the YWCA like in the the after school the uh, childcare after hours for people who had like classes in the evening. And one of the people I worked with, she was the one who told me like, why Why are you using pads? You should use tampons. So I had never used a tampon as a teenager. I'd always use pads. And I was literally, I'd already had two kids and she's like, use tampons. It's much easier. You don't have to wear pads. You don't feel like, you don't have to feel like it's a diaper. So I guess I didn't introduce it early to my girls, because it it was just something that I wore. I wore pads while I was younger, so I don't think I was thinking about it in a sexual way. I was just like, I'm going to introduce pads because it's not as uncomfortable. Tampons can be very uncomfortable. Do you remember your first experience with tampons? <laughs>
0: of course, she hasn't in that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do remember my first first experience. I had had a there was a miscommunication. <laughs> And it's, I don't want to go into it, but you know, it was not fun. And I'm not a tampon person. I'm 16 and I've only used a tampon maybe like twice, two or three times. And I've had a period for about two years now. So it's like, i And so
2: for you, it's like yeah. like when you want to go swimming or something. Yeah. Like, it's like a period. Yeah. Right. And now, since since my coworker introduced me to tampons, I never ever use pads unless, like, I need to at night or something. I just never went back because it is far more convenient for me. So that's I never thought of tampons in a sexual way. It was just more about convenience
0: for me. Actually, seen that on a TV ad where um they were talking about tampons and. There was this lady and she was, like had lined these girls up and asked them did they like understand tampons well. And one girl was mentioning how her mom said that using a tampon was an equivalence of virginity loss. And I kind of thought that was funny because I don't believe like the male genitalia is as small as a tampon. Um, I feel like tampons are easily uh, fitted, especially on your period. So I don't feel like that's equivalent. So I, I just thought that was funny.
2: I would say that you were correct. I don't think it is equivalent. I think tampons are very small, very, um, I attribute them to like maybe a Sharpie, not even that big. And so I think you're right along those lines. Um, I just don't like a tampon. I can't see it being that big, any bigger than like a Sharpie. And then the, as far as like length, probably the top of a Sharpie, just the top. So I think you're right there. Alright. Myth from our good friend, Sair. What's a myth that you'd like to ask me about, Sair?
1: Um uh, Don't be shy. I don't got a myth. So you don't have any
2: questions? No. I don't believe that.
1: I'll
0: kick uh, off with another one.
2: Okay, we'll come back to Sayer because he's not going to not ask questions here. So, go ahead.
0: Um, I was told... I actually was told this by a guy that it's better to not use condoms because it feels better for a man not to use condoms so they don't really believe in condoms, which through sex ed and the education that I've learned from my mom, I know condoms are much better in use for Protection. Now, if you and your partner decide you want to have kids, then that may be convenient for you not to use a condom. But especially with um, protection against pregnancy and stuff like that. Or if you're on birth control, then that's another safe tool. But I know personally that you should wear a condom if you're not planning on having any kids anytime soon. And so,
2: as far as condoms and comfort, I... I'm not a male. I can't say that it feels better or worse. I will say that condoms, I think, are a um, preventative method for much more than babies. So, yeah, obviously, sexually transmitted diseases or STIs, STDs, whatever you want to call it, Um, you decrease your chances of catching an STD if you're wearing a condom. Um... Things like syphilis, gonorrhea, um, HIV. All of the, I would say, I think it's everything but the skin-to-skin contact. So what I'm saying is, you can wear a condom and still get herpes yeah. if it's on, it's in, if it's in their genital area that is not covered, if it's still exposed. So herpes, um, HPV things that are more about skin-to-skin t- contact as opposed to bodily fluid, those are things that you that the condom really doesn't cover. Now, there is a female condom that is much bigger than a male condom, and you put it inside the female, and it protects the female from a lot of things, but again, if there is skin-to-skin contact, then yeah. there is going to be, the, you run the risk of having, or of, Touching their skin and contracting something if they have it. Now, let me just say, full disclosure: I am not a doctor, so I'm not giving medical advice. I cannot give me- medical advice. I'm only, I'm simply having a conversation yeah. with my children. So, there's, you know, that's. And I
0: do know, like uh, the cool thing about the human body, and especially the skin, like when you have any infections or injuries or like traumatic. Uh, stuff to the skin like just say if you have a mosquito bite and you know a bump shows up that's your skin fighting the bacteria trying to get in on the inside but with herpes and sexual sexual transmitted diseases you're not only sharing skin on skin you're sharing energy you're sharing bodily fluids Mm -hmm. and chemicals so it's kind of hard to keep those apart by just a condom right right so any exposed
2: skin if your partner doesn't have any um std sti then exposed skin is alright, but you run the risk of touching your partner or them touching you with exposed skin. So, you do run that risk. Um, I want to engage your brother and your sister in this conversation because they are, like, super quiet. And, like, we know that that is not at all, Sayer. So, um, Sayer, since you don't have a question for me, I have a question for you. Okay. Um... Tell me, what you know about using a condom.
1: Uh, I know, I know you gotta uh be gentle with it.
2: You gotta be gentle with the condom.
1: Yeah, because it'll have a hole in it if you're not gentle. And I know you don't take condoms from another girl because they might want a baby. You don't know their intentions. Okay. And uh, I know uh, I know you. Like like I said, you put it on gently. You put it on gently, and you don't double condiment. Why don't you double condiment? Because the friction puts holes in it.
2: Absolutely. So as y'all can tell, I talk to my children about sex. It's my favorite subject. Um, by gentle, sire, I hope you mean
0: you have the to be right careful
2: way. how you open it, right? You have to mm-hmm. be careful not to tear the condom because you will tear a hole in it. So there's a way to push the condom down in the pack and tear the top off it, right? There's also a way to put it on. You can tell where the lubrication on the condom is, right? So, the lubrication goes on the outside because you put your penis inside the condom and the lubricated part is what goes inside of the female, um, in, inside of her vagina um, or your partner. And so, what what else did you say about the condom it Was something else about the condom?
0: Don't take it from a female.
2: Oh, yeah, I have always advised my son to not take a condom from his girlfriend. Uh and I you know, I feel as if it's, if he has his own condoms, then he knows that the expiration date isn't bad. He knows that the, it hasn't been tampered with, poked holes in. I've heard some horror horror stories about girls wanting to be pregnant. I am not in any way saying that that's always the case. But what I've what I have advised my son is if he is going to be sexually active, he should take responsibility for his own condoms. But here's the thing, I've also said the same t- thing to you, Tarai. Right? Mm-hmm. You should also take full responsibility for your condoms as well. If you're going to be sexually active, each of you should have your own condoms. You should not depend on the other person to have fresh condoms that are not expired. You shouldn't be depending on that. But how do you know if a condom has a hole in it? But but I do have a question. Well, answer that first. How do you know if a condom has a hole in it before you answer before you open it?
1: Before you open it, uh huh. Like we had to open the packet first.
2: No, the packet should have
1: the oh, air. I'll hold it. Airs.
2: Yes, it should. It wouldn't be. It won't go flat. You won't be able <laughs> to push
1: all the air out of it. Mm-mm.
2: So what's your question?
1: Uh, so. You told me not to take a condom from a female, right? Mm-hmm. What if other people are taught that? You just told I to carry own condoms. That's
2: true. Well, I mean, that's a good point. And like I mentioned a little while ago, there are female condoms. So Tauri could totally use a female condom.
0: And um, just like you told him, like parents could also tell their sons, like, okay, check for holes if you get it from their girlfriend.
2: Right, and they should be that responsible.
1: If yeah. You, if you, end you up, also just said female condoms don't, protect everything
2: male condoms don't protect everything none of them protect everything Mm -hmm. like if there's exposed skin there's exposed skin so um but that's a good question i do hope that whomever her partner is that she is deciding to be sexually active with i do hope that he has his own condoms i do hope that they have a conversation about why i have my own condoms and and i mean if he feels comfortable if he doesn't feel comfortable with, with Tries condom and she's okay with looking at his condom and making sure that it hasn't been tampered with then i say as long as you can they're okay with checking allowing you to check the expiration date checking to make sure that there are no holes in the condom then i say hopefully their parents are resp- just as responsible as yours so i think that would be great if you you had a, a male boyfriend and and he was like yeah i can't take your condom because my mom was like no i think that would be great and you can you can use that as a conver- uh um you can use that opportunity for a conversation around why you have your own condoms right and and explain yes my mother told my my brother the same thing don't use other people's condoms because they may have holes in them and this is how we check for that so that's a really good point I also want to uh circle back really quick about around the point that you made on two with two condoms because some people think. And that if you double up condoms, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, not so smart. The friction of both of the condoms will rub together and then you will have like, a situation. Well, I know
0: condoms condoms like latex and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I think of balloons, like it kinda reminds me of balloons. Yeah. I So I have right a is. question.
1: So if you did like ten condoms.
2: So smart. What would what would be the point of ten condoms at
1: one time? Do have one break? Yeah, I mean Yeah,
0: protection. Well, I do want to say like if you put 10 on then there's like really no point of sex at that point because it's like the male genitalia is so layered it's not like you can feel anything
2: and so what would be the point in layering up condoms I I don't understand I need to understand why you would would put on 2 condoms or 10 condoms at once I need to understand that you have another one so all of these look bigger oh okay <laughs> all right well that there's a theory there okay um let me just reiterate that rubber and rubber will cause friction and it will it will bust okay not so all let's of not do that not all of. okay we can we just not okay
1: mm-hmm.
2: all right N- nazaria has been extremely quiet here i don't know that she likes this topic of sex so i won't ask her a sexualized question but I would like to ask Nazaria what she feels about um like how comfortable are you how comfortable are you with talking about um tampons and pads and does it make you cringe? What is it? Like, do you rather not talk about it? You know, and I'll tell you why I'm asking. When I was in like fifth grade, I started my period when I was in fifth grade and I had overalls and I you know, I would go to school when I had my period, and I really, really hated for people to know I had pads, like with a passion. I would like hide them, and when I went in the bathroom, I didn't want people to hear my, to hear me unwrap the wrapper. So I would go in the bathroom at a specific time. Is that something that you feel awkward about, like pads or people knowing or? How comfortable are you if you if I sent you into the store to buy pads on your own? Like, are you the person that's gonna hide them? I'll
1: probably
0: hide
2: them. Why? Why is it? Why are you? I mean, what what's that about? I mean,
0: if it was around people I know, I wouldn't, but like it's people I don't
2: know. So. so, people that you don't know, you would hide your pads. Yes. And what if it's like women, like grown women that I mean, you don't I know?
0: guess I wouldn't.
2: Because they they have yeah, yeah, they pads. So I mean, is it about? So what about if at school? Do you have friends at school that you know are already menstruating? Yes. And do you ever see their pads? or No. no. Why is it such a taboo thing? Was it taboo well, for you? Well,
0: for me, I didn't start until maybe like 7th or 8th grade. So I was in middle school. So by then, everybody bloomed before I did. Yeah, so everybody it had that period before yeah, you. Yeah, it wasn't awkward for me. I thought it was awkward how I was so late.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I, that's why Were I your was, friends open though? Yeah, they were like, you know, that but I felt left out because they were like, Oh, you know, I got these bad cramps and I just didn't know what that meant because I didn't get my I was a late bloomer.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So you were you felt like everybody had already joined the period club yeah, and you were and
0: I was left out. Left
2: out. But Nazar, you said you know people who who have their periods in your age group. Do they hide their pads? Do no. they? Just-
0: it's like you're not looking for, to see them
2: I mean cause I do, I'm just thinking about how I would hide mine so I didn't want anybody to hear so I'm just wondering like is it still this like shh I don't want you to see my pads or that's gonna embarrass me is it still like that I
0: don't know I don't know how they feel
2: how about you like what if your friend what if your friend was like hey Nazaria You um, have gone to
0: school with
2: one yeah I know And but what I'm saying is like what if your friend was like hey Nazaria do you have a pad do you have an extra pad what would your reaction be
0: I didn't have one, no. If I did, yeah.
2: So you would share you would totally give her one?
0: Yeah. Okay. Will. Okay. That's
2: good to know. All right. Well, all right, right what's next? What what are what's the next question?
0: Um let's see. What are some I wanna ask you but personally like what is something that you heard that is true about sex?
2: Hmm. What is some like what age?
0: Yeah, like, like, say if you were in middle school and somebody said something and you, like, at first you're like, mm, I don't know. But then you were like, okay, that's, I understand that's true. Give me an example. So, say if I was walking with my friends and somebody was like, well, you know, pulling, the pull out whole method of trying not to get a female pregnant is not, like accurate. That's it, it. Doesn't work all the time, and I was like, "That's true. She's not lying." So, what are some some truths that you've heard around sex?
2: Well, the pull-out method yeah. does not work. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. It does not work because um uh, there is something called pre-ejaculation that happens before you actually have an orgasm, and that can contain sp- um, sperm. Right. Or if
1: you're the flash, what do you mean? What? (laughs) You're the flash. So, so say you, like, as soon as you had the feeling, like, and then you just pull out real quickly.
2: Okay, the flash. Um, Pre-ejaculation happens before the orgasm. That's why it's it's called pre-ejaculation, sir. Um, So, yeah, the pull-out method is not accurate. Most girls aren't tracking their cycles in school, so they don't know when they're ovulating. They don't know... When their fertile window is. And um, again, pre-ejaculation is a thing. So it's just not accurate. So whoever, if they told you that, that's true. Don't rely on the pull-out method. Um, that I'm sure there have been many babies born from the pull-out method.
0: I, I also want to add something. So when you say the whole period thing and they don't know when. So I know when you ovulate, that's like a, a pretty much spot on percent chance you're going to get pregnant.
2: No, not necessarily. No. no, just because you know when you're ovulating, or just because you have sex when you're ovulating, does not mean you're gonna get pregnant. So every it time. all
0: depends on the condom.
2: No, it has nothing to do with condom. If you're having, chances are when women are having sex around their the time of ovulation, they're probably trying to conceive. If they are tracking their periods and they know that they're ovulating and they're resist or um not having sex in that window they're trying not to conceive and so if you're tracking it and you're having sex you're probably like aiming to conceive but it's not it's not guaranteed every time it is there's a lot that goes into actually conceiving a baby um it's like semen and again i am no doctor i'm just going off of the experience i have Sperm can live up to three days inside of the vagina, right? Um, An egg will be released in a certain window of time. And I want to say it's like 24 hours that the egg is like available. And there are millions of sperms. Sperm, Sperm, there are millions of them. By the time it reaches the egg in that whole swimming race process, a lot of them have died off. Like, with the um, vaginal fluid being acidic. All type of different factors. Um, and I have a doctor, MK, that I would send you to to get all of the accurate information. But there's a lot that goes into conception. So, just because you have sex when you are ovulating does not guarantee you're going to get pregnant. There's a lot of variables.
1: So, so
0: when I, a female... Oh, sorry.
1: Go ahead. And so, when a female's i ovulating... Uh, Uh, ovulating ovulating does like like she crave uh penis sex uh maybe
2: i don't know i think that's i think that's uh i think you wanna the way i would answer that is i think everybody's different so um your harm you definitely have some different hormones um like that are are primary whatever you want to call it there are different hormones at different parts times of the month right and so she may some people may not want to be to i know that ovulation for me hurts right like i can mm-hmm. feel when ovulation is ha- happening so i feel like uh bloated and and sometimes i'm i mean i'm having a lot of crampy feelings so i don't necessarily want to but i can't i can't speak for every female mm-hmm. And what was the question you, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say, like, so uh, technically if a female, unless she's infertile, she can't, she can get pregnant anytime if a male doesn't use a condom?
2: Not anytime. She has to be ovulating. Okay. So there's uh, a window of time.
0: She can't get pregnant?
2: I don't think so. Um, I've heard some crazy stories about people ovulating. So here's what I do know. I know that you have to release an egg in order to get pregnant. Like it has to, there, the egg has to be present. Now I've heard some things, I've seen some things on the internet where people are like, oh yeah, I got pregnant on my period. And what that would Translate to in my brain is she ovulated while she was on period. Yeah, because maybe the period wasn't a real, you know, I don't know, but I know you have to
0: ovulate because I know the first indication of pregnancy is you missing your period sometimes. Oh,
2: sometimes, some that's that's the indication
0: I've heard like they like they miss their period.
2: There's what people, what the doctor calls um implantation bleeding, which is a bleed that may mirror a period sometimes, and and that could totally be implantation bleeding and could mean that you're, you're pregnant. pregnant. So, there are lots of truths and non-truths, myths and facts. Again, I'm going to keep reiterating, I am not a doctor. Um I love Dr. MK. She spoke to a lot of girls when I was doing girls group and she was my doctor for a very long time. So, before I can confirm that I would have to talk to MK. Maybe we'll invite her to do a podcast for this. Yeah, possibly because she she is a doctor. She's a gynecologist. So she do a she delivers. She's like a OB her. as well. So she delivers babies. And so maybe we'll get her to come and clear up some of our. So
0: should we do like a part two?
2: Maybe I yeah. think so. I think that'll be good. But but to answer your question, um, a woman has to have ovulated in order for her to get pregnant. There's there's and and could she have ovulated while she was on a period? Possibly. I don't know. Um. All right, next question.
0: Um. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the kicker off for the questions. I guess so. Um. What are some different positions? I know that's a kind of strange question.
2: Oh I'm, I'm gonna let your brother answer that question. That's
0: not something
2: I usually ask. Oh, you don't know? No, you're not. You you don't
0: know anything. I know. I the only two that I know is missionary and then they call it doggy style I think that's weird and ludicrous to call it doggy style because it it's weird because it then it it doesn't for me thinking about it you know I'm def, I'm total virgin but for me thinking about it if somebody were to call it doggy style that'd be a definite turn off for me
2: Oh, because it's
0: like it's like dog. animal, mm-hmm. like it's like, yeah, it's, it's
2: just weird. <laughs> okay, so now I'm asking you the questions. What is missionary? missionary?
0: Missionary is like, you know, the original way of having sex, the penis and the vagina, and it could be like I guess on your back. I don't. I I guess if you were on your hands and knees. It could some way go like that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't, he's in a know.
2: whole different position. So, missionary is where the female is lying in her yeah. bed. And so the guy is on top. Yes. And doggy cell. What is that? What do you think that is?
0: Well, from what I've heard and from what you've told me, uh, it's the genitalia going in the butthole. And it's like, actually, you look like a dog on your hands and knees. And then it's... You know, it's how animals do it. And she's like, I, I think that's so weird for me. Because I own animals. And for somebody to refer as, as having sex is like an animal position of sex is a definite turn off.
2: I could see that. So, <laughs> let me clarify something. Doggy style does not mean anal sex.
0: Okay.
2: Anal sex is in the butt. Yeah. So, that is not what... Doggy style is... Doggy style is literally about the position.
0: Oh, okay. So,
2: you're on your hands, knees, and you can have um, vaginal sex, vulva sex, doggy style. Yeah, that's you, why you I was could. like, I don't it know just, because yeah.
0: I, I'm a virgin. So, anal sex I is
2: something totally different. That is, okay. that is sex in the butt, mm-hmm. right? Um, and vaginal sex is sex in the vulva yeah. or vagina. So positioning positioning
0: doesn't matter like it's just a position it's not the actual action right
2: it's not the actual actual act of sex it's just positioning so you could be i don't know upside down and maybe they have a a name for that but it's still it could still just be sex or it could be anal sex upside down you could be um i don't know on a chair and they call that position something different so the position is the position of the body not whatever's happening with sex penetration right so
0: yeah those are the only two main positions i've heard of i know that there's more but i haven't went into the sex world to know about any more of those i mean you are obviously not a virgin because you know
2: yeah i'm i am (laughs) not the virgin chica i have four kids um and and i like sex yeah there's that um, Sayer, hmm. I I love going back to Sayer because he's the only boy yeah. um, that I have. So I love I love hearing Sayer's theories and so I guess Sayer, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, when do you think? Like, how do you know if you're ready? That's it. How do you know? Well,
0: that's a good question.
2: That is a great question.
0: <laughs>
1: Like what you what you mean like ready?
2: How do you know if you're ready? How do you know? Let's say like it's it's prom night, right? Because that's all the movies are like on prom night. You're gonna get you're gonna have sex. You're gonna lose your virginity on prom night. How do you know if you're ready?
1: I I don't know what you mean like ready like ready to have kids? No, not ready to have
2: kids. Ready to have sex? How do you know if you're ready to have sex? What is an indication that you're
1: ready? I I don't. I don't. I'm still not getting what what you mean. Like,
0: okay, so basically, like,
1: like, 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 are you meaning like, tap, like,
0: do the actual action?
1: Oh, so you're not meaning like when I'm like, say like I woke up one day and said I'm gonna have sex in this month. Like, you don't mean that. You mean like how I know like in the moment, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Or the other way,
2: like one day you wake up and you're like, I wanna I wanna lose my virginity by December. So either, either or both. And you can answer both. Uh,
1: so, first of all, I would, I would say, I would know that I'm ready whenever, uh, like, like if I, if I ever like plan to have sex, like a month or so, or so like I would probably know. You really don't know, cause life, life hits you with surprises, like, who, like. That's could, a good answer. You really don't I know. know, and, and yeah. then, but like in the moment, in the moment, it's like. It's just, it's just, in the moment, like, either she seduces me or I seduce her.
2: Oh, seduce. Let's talk about that word. What is, what is seduction?
1: Seduction is like, like, if I did a play on words or a play on actions to turn someone on.
2: Oh, okay. All right, all right. I want to know more about this play on word, play on actions. Give me an example of a play on words.
1: So, like, so like if I was romantic, you know, like, like say it was Valentine's Day. I love like,
2: how he's grabbing his face.
1: <laughs> say it was like, like Valentine's Day, and then like you had Rose on her bed. And you're like you're so amazing, and then and then and then you get all touchy, and then that's that's the act of seduction. Whenever she she's turned on.
2: Okay, so like talking, touching. Okay, touching is called foreplay. That's what that is. That's foreplay. Um, and you you just set a scenery like it's flowers, roses, and like sweet talk is there music maybe maybe, maybe me, music
0: can i ask you <laughs> to that because for me the the way i have told myself i know because you know obviously i think about it but it's just like i sometimes i tell myself i'm not ready i feel like it has to do with not only how i feel but the person the type of person mm. that i'm with because i feel like since you're sharing energy you don't want to be like if you meet up with your ex boyfriend and then y'all, you know y'all making up or whatever you call it, and you're just like, okay, well this is just like not this is like makeup sex instead of what I actually wanted. out because for me I wanted to be special and in a special place. Like what a
2: special mean? Like what what when you say special? What do you what do you like, think of
0: memorable? Like something I can tell my kids, something I can give an example to other kids if I was to explain to them how I lost mine. Not like, oh, you know, we just, we did it behind an alley because we felt like it. Like, that's, uh, I feel like okay. that's disgusting. Okay. Okay.
2: So, what would a special place be like?
0: A special place, I feel like, for for me, would be definite privacy. Like,
2: okay.
0: I imagine it in, like, some kind of private room or something like that. Obviously, with a bed. I don't want to do it on the couch or the floor or a mattress, Just like on a nice bed and I I want the person to actually consider how I may feel, think about me in the way that like I want it, like if we talked about it and then they're in the way that like, I wanted to make this special for you.
2: And so are you in a relationship with this person?
0: Yeah, obviously. And so how
2: long, like how long of a relationship?
0: Well, for me, I feel like I need to know this person and I are going to be committed Um, and have a connection forever, even if we end up not being together, like as in marriage and children in a house, Mm -hmm. I need to know that we can still stay connected.
2: Uh Oh, what does that look like though?
0: Like if, say if me and the person, you know, we've been together for a long time and we decide, you know, we're ready to, you know, take things to the next level and have sex. And after that, you know, we're still together, but something happens and we don't work out. I want it to still be like, you know, we still have love for each other because we took we something shared so a bond. sacred. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we took something so sacred from each other, and we will always be memorable to one another and have that bond. Okay. Even if we're not together. relationship-wise together.
2: Okay, I respect that. Um, Sayer, how about you? Same question. I
1: already answered.
2: No, I mean, I want to know, like, how long, like, are you with this person? Will your first time be, like, you've been, she's your girlfriend, or it's like.
1: Well, like, well, like I said, it's, it's, it like, like, if it's her, like, anybody's remember their first time in Virginia, that, that, that's just anything, that's just normal, like,
2: Right, it's something you'll never forget, like having your first kid. Mm -hmm. I will never forget. Well, I won't ever forget having any of my kids, but you never forget your first time having, like, like that first experience when your water breaks. You just never forget that. So, so it's Mm -hmm. go ahead. What were you trying to say? Well,
1: like I said, I said life hits you with so many like random moments, like. So you're. I'm not saying saying I would have sex with somebody when I first got with them, but I mean y'all could be going on two years and you have sex with the the third month y'all's with y'all's together
0: you could be like people could be going steady for like five months five six months and then they're like okay i just i know that this is who i'm gonna lose my virginity with i think what you're saying is he's like the type of person it's like a time will tell
2: thing oh so like spare of the moment thing mm-hmm. yeah and whereas Tariah's like, it has to be special. So, Tariah mentioned it has to be a special place. Are, is it the same for you? Do, does it have to be a special place? Could it be a, the back of a car?
1: No, no. no.
2: Alley? No. No. What, so, does it have to also be a special place?
1: I, I really want it like private. Private. Okay. It don't got to be like, uh, it don't got to be like all fancy, like. There, there's a there's a robot lady giving you food and, and stuff. It don't gotta be fancy like that. Like it, like like if I if I move to a house with my with my girlfriend
2: Then it's okay. So it doesn't have to be like a fancy hotel or anything, <clears throat> but it has to be private. Okay, I feel that. All right, so as we bring this conversation sorta of to a close, I wanna talk about something a little bit more serious, same topic but a little bit more serious um as you both know i've had many conversations with you around sex and what that looks like but i think it's really really important to preface this conversation and i do think i'll reach out to dr mk and see if she will join us on like a part two so she can give us some real tangible facts because again i'm not a doctor but what i want to what i want to end this conversation with and nazari i want you to join into this conversation as well um what have I taught you about sex and boundaries and respect and, and, um, consent, all of those things. And I want to hear from you first, I hear, because this is, this is something, yes, I want to hear from you first. What are all the things that you know about Consent and balance. because this is a real com like this is a a real situation. I, there's a guy on YouTube that I let, um, the parenting class I teach the parenting class. We talk, we listen to this video all the time, and like. Um, in in recent years, right, the Me Too movement, we've seen in a lot of cases where people have not consented to sex, or they said they have not consented, they weren't consenting to sex, and so that is rape, right? If somebody is not consenting to sex, and you are force forcefully having sex with them, that is rape. So I want to hear from each of you about what does safe consensual sex look like. And when do you know that it is no longer consensual sex? And I want to start with you, Sayir.
1: Uh, well, first, if a girl says stop, stop. I mean, like, especially in a sex way. I, like, I can see if like you was playing, like, playing, not not sex, but playing, and just said stop, in a in a joking way.
2: Stop what? Like, what are you stopping? Stop playing. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And, but like. In sex, if a girl says stop, that should be the first, like, yeah. that you should stop uh, yeah. playing or not.
2: Let's clear that up. And so, no, no, let's stop right there. Stop means stop. stop. Say that with me. Stop, stop means stop. stop. Like, I don't care if she looks like she's joking. I don't care if he looks like he's joking. Stop means stop. Period. Like... Stop means you do not continue. Mm-hmm. You get up, son. You pull your pants up, and you leave. It's done. Like stop means stop. That's a, that's a complete sentence. Stop is a complete sentence. Are we in agreement with that? Mm-hmm. Because that is very important. Um, stop is that's a complete sentence because that is where lines get blurred. Yeah, I can't reiterate that enough. Stop means stop. Okay, now continue.
1: Uh, and I think, what's well, not, is men don't really have boundaries with sex, but I know Men have don't
2: them. have boundaries with sex? Really?
1: I don't, I, I don't see a man have boundaries with sex. Hmm,
2: I don't know. That's it. I was about to say that might be you, but I don't know if you can generalize like that. Men may have boundaries with sex.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Like, I, I think. Like, do I say my boundaries or what? Do should I?
2: you say your boundary? I think you should. I think. No, it's... no. What I'm
1: saying you should always tell the person that you're having sex with your boundaries and your rules with your body.
2: Okay, yeah. So, so you have expectations and boundaries. Mm-hmm. What are you can share some of your boundaries and your expectations.
1: Well, I'm just gonna share one of my boundaries. Like, if I've sex with anybody, don't just don't touch my butt
2: okay alright well and I, I, I'm i not laughing I'm just laughing because I knew that you were going to say that but um, I think that's fair so do you name that up front yeah. do you say that to your partner up front do, and so when you say do not touch my butt and let's say maybe she grabs your butt
1: I'm throwing her off of me
2: okay so um, house. maybe not throwing her off of you I think you could use a better word than that
1: well not like, not like throwing off me like like I'm taking my wee wee out and I'm leaving.
2: Your wee wee. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. I, I respect that. You are that that's your stop, right? Now, that's now your I boundary. Can see, now,
1: if I, now I can see if I didn't tell her and she's like sitting there confused.
2: Okay. But you but that's something you're name up mm-hmm. front, right?
1: But I'm going to tell her what I'm going to do if she touches my butt. Okay. But that but that's
2: a clear boundary, right? That's a clear boundary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um what else?
1: Uh I I was going to tell you that one boundary but like, if a girl, like, if I got, like, I don't, I don't know how to, like, I don't want to record nothing, but if you try to say I all man, I'm finna have my, uh, voice recorder on.
2: And, I mean, I think that brings up a good point, and that's a conversation we can continue. Um, but that's why I really, 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 really stress the stop is a complete sentence. Even if your partner's like, oh, I was just playing, don't No. We don't and, play like
1: that. And, I need, uh. I need I need her parents to know to know what that we are having sex.
2: Okay, so you are you gonna just walk up to them and tell them?
1: No, but I'm I'm gonna make sure they know. Uh, so, how so? Like like I'm be like when I say this I'm be like old enough. Like,
2: oh okay, so I'm you not gotta gonna make sure like, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, but I respect like,
1: that. I'll make sure her parents know just so they don't walk in and I'm I'm sneaking around somebody's house.
2: So you got a lot of respect for yourself. And, I appreciate
1: you. And, and I and I uh. I think I expect her to tell me her boundaries. Yes. And if she doesn't, then she doesn't respect herself.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate hearing from you. Um Nazaria, as we end this conversation, what, um when you think about boundaries, and and I know like sex is an uncomfortable subject for you, but what do you think about boundaries? What, when you think about, and this can be way far from your brain, what, when you're thinking about safe sex, what does that look like? Um, using protection. Using protection. Mm-hmm. Protection as in what? Condoms. Condoms, right? Okay. Um, so using protection and what else? Mm-hmm. Do you, should you be comfortable with the person you have sex with? Yeah. Okay. So, protection, being comfortable. Um your brother and your sister mentioned a private place could could are you okay with like alley six, car six? That's disgusting. Okay. So you do you do you also need a safe place? Yes. As y'all can tell Nazaria is not comfortable with this conversation. She's eleven. Um but there's no age too young in my house to start the conversation around six. I mean maybe if you're five, that might be too yeah, young. That's too um much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nazari is not gonna give us much more. Alright, Taraya, take us home. What the safe sex boundaries, expectations, all of the things, what does that look like for you?
0: Um. Okay, so I want to start with the whole um, the whole boundary thing mm-hmm. around, for me, the way I see my first time is obviously I will know when that person is right because If I'm letting them know I'm like, okay, well, first I am a virgin and I need you to let me do the commanding because this is my body. Commanding, hold on. Like the I'm letting you know what hurts and what doesn't hurt. Okay. Yeah. So not not commanding, more like communicating Well yeah, but like what I'm saying, like commanding with my body, not the whole situation. But commanding with my body. Give because, me an example
2: of commanding. So, so that,
0: like it's basically like if say if I'm gonna use it in the driving analogy, say if you're like okay, what's well, right? You need to turn this way. You know you're operating this vehicle, but I'm letting you know what to do.
2: Okay, so the instructing.
0: Well, yeah. When it yeah, comes to your yeah. body. Okay, all right. So I I feel like I definitely should be doing that. I I can't. With your a, body. though, Yeah. Right? There's yeah. a whole controversy with. Females being like, well, this hurts me than it hurt more than it hurts you. And they don't understand how that may affect a male. So, you can't... It's not like you could really say, you know, this is more about how I feel than you feel. Because I feel like there's energy going between both people. So, the male or the female, you know, is feeling that energy. And you're feeling that energy. So, I think you should also consider both sides instead of it making it like oh you know i'm the female and i'm being penetrated so i'm the only one that's getting hurt here
2: okay that makes sense so like um respecting going back to what sire says like respecting each other's boundaries Mm -hmm. just because he's the male doesn't mean he doesn't have boundaries as well
0: okay that makes sense so that's another thing okay so i feel like definitely um Pace-wise, I would feel more comfortable if that person, if I was instructing that person how fast or how slow I would like the process to go. I feel like, yes, they should have also say so because this is a two-person job. But for me, since I'm being penetrated, I feel like, you know, there's there's a whole thing around that, like I said, because there's two people taking part in it and there's two people feeling. Right. And so you just want
2: to make sure there's open communication. Yeah on both parts yeah yes
0: okay and so the whole stop me stop thing that's Mm -hmm. that's clear from that's definitely something that i think is important for me and to the to the male like if he's telling me you know i don't like how this feels let's let's stop then i'm gonna take that seriously because if i want him to take it seriously for me I'm, i'm gonna make sure it's serious enough for him
2: yeah respecting boundaries the same it goes thing goes both ways
0: yeah the same thing with that also that Sayer said is um the whole letting the parents know i think there does need to be a conversation just with the parent the like you know my partner and his parents and then him and my parent just because so we're clear on you know where we're doing it and you know just what basically what we're doing instead like so cuz you don't want to be out and you're having sex in the middle of nowhere. Right. And then mm-hmm. something bad happens and then your parents don't know what's going Don't even going know where on. you are. Okay. That makes sense. And for me, for me, it won't be like a household thing because I feel like somebody's house is a safe place for them. And I feel like you doing that, something sacred with your partner should be in a private area instead of in someone's house. Especially people nowadays who sneak people in yeah, but, in the middle of the night.
1: Uh, In a, like... It sounded like you were trying to contradict what I was saying, like I'll have sex in somebody's house. But I, what I was trying to say was, uh,
0: oh no, I didn't have anything against it. I was saying me personally, you know, I was talking about her
1: boundaries. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's just something I would, wouldn't want to do because I feel like that's you know that's sacred. Even if they are the own child, I still feel like that's your parents' house, and I don't feel comfortable. Having sex there.
2: Whereas what Saoirse says, like, if her, if he's already talked with his partner and yeah. her parents know that they're there yeah. and that they they are sexually active with one another and they have already set down ground but that, rules for her, but then that's okay
1: that, for them. That is, of course, I have, as she said, like, we're going to sit down and talk. Now, right. They say they don't feel comfortable at that house. Then you respect that. Yeah, their and boundaries. some parents,
0: yeah. you know, some parents feel safer with their kids at home. Yeah, just I because, do. I would. Yeah, some people feel safer with their kids at home. With with me personally, it's just not somewhere that I would want to do. It. Because
2: the honest truth is, I I can't imagine you being raped at home. Yeah. Like I'm that's not gonna happen. Right. And so yeah, I can see that. There would there would have to be conversations around like you're grown, I respect your boundaries, I also have younger children in here. You're in a different space in the house, like you know. There would have to be conversations around that, but yeah, I think parents probably, without saying it out loud, feel more comfortable when their children are, like, when they have done so in their house. Because at least I know that you can't, nobody's going to rape you in my yeah. house. Um, nobody is going to not respect Sire's boundaries or not respect Nazaria's boundaries in my house. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what was was there another question? No,
2: I was just asking you about like s- safety expectations. Yeah. I communication the, boundaries. The, in the
0: whole condom thing, I I think both of us should be carrying condoms. Um, even though I'm not currently thinking about being sexually active, I think it's safe for me to carry condoms. Uh just because, you know, we're all teenagers and what if I want to mess with a friend or I'm teaching somebody else about the safety of it. I think, because in sex ed, they told us it's safe to carry condoms around. Because, you know, even if you are not sexually active, it's just safe to do so. And I do, but I also do know condoms do expire. Yeah, they expire.
2: Heat. They can be damaged by heat. There's a whole thing. Yeah. About keeping them them to where they are still useful.
0: Mm, Useful, yeah
2: so is that is that it we are yeah we're coming up on 52 minutes any last remarks nazaria safe six safe six can you say safe six safe sex. safe six safe sex. can you say it safe six can you say it no please
0: don't have to yes
2: safe six safe six thank you safe six safe sex safe, safe sex. sex rocks safe sex truly does virginity rock rocks. yes virginity also rocks all right take us out of here
0: oh well that is our episode guys i hope you enjoyed it and there should be a part two coming with dr mk
2: i will call okay. dr mk and see right, if she will guys. join us
0: well we will talk to you guys next time